Welcome to the Site Visit Podcast, leadership and perspective from construction, with your hosts, James Faulkner and Christian Ham. Business as usual as it has been for so long now that it goes back to what we were talking about before and hitting the reset button. You, know, you read all the books, you read the email, you read Scaling Up, you read Good to Great. You know, I, I could go we on. We got to a place where we, we found the, the secret serum, we found the secret potion, we can get the workers in, we know where to get them. Once I was on the job, it quite a while, and actually we had some extra concrete, and I poured like a room finished patio out front of the site trailer <laughs> The guy uh, just hit me up on LinkedIn out of the blue and said he was driving from Oklahoma to Dallas to meet with me because he heard the favorite connect platform on your guys' podcast. Own it, crush it, and love it. And we love celebrate it, these it. values every single day. Let's get down to it. Third interview of the day. We've got smiling faces around the table. We've got Katie Fairley from Fairley Strategies. Kind of a kind of with BCCSA, BCCA, sorry. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, and we have <laughs> Regina Markland from Turner Construction. Turner, the small construction yeah. company. Tiny. That little one? Yeah, we're small. We don't really do much. No, no. no. I haven't been around for very long either. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> quite small. So before we got going here, uh, Regina, you were sharing a bit of a story, kind mm-hmm. of your background, but also how you and Katie know each other. Why don't we just start little intros, but then maybe that story as well in yours. Yeah, no problem. I uh, just wanted to mention, you know, in Katie's previous life when she was working for the general contractors, uh, she worked for a company called Kinetic, and um, I was new to Canada. Um, being an American, I came up in 2016, and so networking was really important at that time, especially learning a new market. And so, uh, Katie and I got to know each other, and you know, we had a few opportunities to collaborate, um, which I know she hates that word, so I had to throw it in there. Yeah, but, yeah. What's the other? Yeah, what's, what's the, the other one? c word? Yeah, yeah, we're like what's culture. The f- <laughs> culture was the other one that we. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, that's not what I meant. Culture. But, uh, you know. Oh yeah, I was like, uh, I thought it was COVID. Oh <laughs> yeah. See, what, I'm sure. telling you, the c words are it's a problem. They're, they're culture they're dangerous problem. Yeah. Words. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so she was just (laughs) instrumental in um, helping me learn the market a bit. And, um, you know, we kind of lost touch for a little bit, I think, as you moved into your new role in your consulting company. And, um, you know, I was doing some different things with Turner, but um, it's neat to come back together and, um, you know, reconnect. So very cool. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say to that, I mean, I think that like technically we both worked for general contractors. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, we, we should have been almost enemies, but I think that that speaks to though, like the nature of our business and of construction, that it is relationship based. Mm-hmm. And that even though like we could have quite easily, mm-hmm. you know, again, been enemies, yep. you know, it was just an opportunity to like, yeah. you know, meet, frankly, there's yeah. not a, a ton of women at that level in, in the construction industry at the time, but now. And so, yeah, it was just like, you know, we had a couple of glasses of wine together and, and yeah, it was just, I think, really, really positive yeah. to be able to connect like yeah. that. It's really Absolutely. solid collaborative work. Yeah. yeah, yeah there you is. go. So uh, do tell us, so why do you hate the word culture so much? No, not culture. I hate collaborate. I thought you said culture was the first bad Well, word. no, that's what I said. Oh, that's yeah. what you said. Why do you hate that word? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a buzzword of, you know, what's the right culture? And, it is a you know, yeah. uh, the, the company, do they have the right culture and, you know, Staff retention, things like that, yeah. you know? Like use is like kind of, kind of a sort, sort of like a behavioral panacea kind of exactly. description. Yeah. It, and it, yeah. So like we, last podcast, we talked about this, that we, we basically identified like the culture is the net sentiment of a company mm-hmm. and everybody contributes to it, mm-hmm. positive and negative. Mm-hmm. And you can only like 
steer it from a leadership point of view. You can't actually exactly. make it happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, there's things you can do to foster the right. Yeah, exactly. That's the steering. I, the yeah. sort of, I like to call it the right environment. The know? right environment. The right yeah, environment. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So the culture word. Um, yeah. What's it, what's, what's it been like for you over the years coming through the ranks and being like consultants, being like, you know, in like, how, how has that been for you? Um, the culture of construction. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, when I started off, I came from um, the, like the public sector, from government. You know, yeah. I worked in, I wouldn't say so far as public service, but, uh, and then kind of moving into construction, it was like, these are my people. You know, this is this is the attitude, the way, you know, that I work, the blunt, the straightforwardness, you know, let's have an argument, move on, you know, find that solution and just get the job done, whatever that might be, you know, project or pursuit. Um so, you know, I, I think a lot of that hasn't changed over the, you know, 15 years almost that I've been in the industry. But, um, yeah, I think that there's, I, like, this is where I, I will go off on a tirade about about the other C word, you know, uh, uh, collaboration, collaboration is because it is, it's a buzzword. Mm-hmm. And I think so often it's being thrown around from owners where, you know, collaboration has always existed in our industry it has you to. know yeah, exactly i mean it's it, inherent yep it takes a team <laughs> yeah you bring together you know dozens of trade contractors you bring together you know a gc that's uh, you know coordinating there's another c word um you know the, the owners and user groups and the different consultant teams so we've always collaborated it's just now owners are expecting us to collaborate while also taking on all of their risks mm. and and i i just really irritates me and I think from a, a contractor standpoint you can't collaborate if you're not making money mm-hmm. you know if you're if you don't have a profit at the end of the day it, no one's collaborating mm-hmm. and then you know and further to that I appreciate that maybe that owner's PM the owner's rep whoever you know they want collaboration they're looking for that but they're being hamstrung by their their contract terms and what's being dictated to them from their lawyers you know ultimately mm-hmm. so yeah it's I think it's this really annoying you know, buzzword that has otherwise always existed in our industry, you know, regardless of contract, regardless mm-hmm. of delivery method. So, and it's usually the ones that are pushing collaboration where it goes wrong. Mm. Yeah. And they're the least they're collaborative, mm. right? Mm. They're forcing something yeah. that, you know, naturally would exist if you create the right environment. Absolutely. So what is the right environment? And is, is Turner fostering the right environment or a great environment? And same question for you, yeah. too. I mean, we certainly strive for that. Yeah. I think um, one of the things you heard me say up there on the stage is we really promote active caring. And mm. active caring is at all levels of the job site. So it's not just the general contractor and you know, their relationship with the consultant team and the owner, but it goes down to the actual trade worker and mm. addressing people by their first name and taking a minute to get to know them. If you can see somebody's off, maybe they're having a bad day or there's something going on at home that's impacting their day-to-day work. You know, so how do you give them that space that they feel like they're a part of something that means more than just coming in and clocking in and clocking out, but they want to be there at the end of the day. So um, one of the current projects that we're on, we have a very large trade area. We have a, a little over 400 workers on site right now, but we've created a space that they can leave the work site and come down and take a break in a clean space, have lunch, and actually, you know, feel like they've got um, clean water to wash their hands. They've got adequate washroom facilities treated like people, hmm. right? And I think that's the biggest thing is that, you know, they, we're not better than them. We can't do our jobs without them at the end of the day, right? So if we're not giving them a place that they feel like they are part of something, 
what what are we doing then? Okay, something really cool here. I don't know if this is looking with you. Let's see. Three podcasts ago, we had a gentleman named Daniel Loney from Excelsior Measuring. He shared a story about visiting a job site in Vancouver where there was a common area where trades could gather and have lunch together. And he said it was the happiest place he'd seen on a construction mm-hmm. site. And he was talking about Turner Construction. That's amazing. I love to hear that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's kind of neat. That was not planned. You yeah. literally just started sharing yeah. that. I was like, wow, <laughs> crazy. Ding. That's neat. Check That's mark. neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so. Yeah, our job's done. Thanks, nice. guys. Nice, no, nice, no, nice, no, nice no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so when you, uh, you obviously have to have the, the trades that you bring on for the project, their leadership values have to match for that, though, obviously. Mm. Yeah, and you know what? To be honest, we um, with the amount of subcontractors we have, we have probably 130 different contracts because we've had to divide multiple mm-hmm. scopes up in many different ways. And there have been instances where certain individuals are not fitting that environment, and they stick out like a sore thumb. And at the end of the day, we have a zero-tolerance policy for any of that harassment behavior, anything that makes somebody else uncomfortable, and those individuals will be asked to leave site. We've had Mm. trades that have management that have um, personality conflicts, they demean our staff, and we've had to have conversations at the leadership level of those specific trade partners and ask that they be removed because they are ruining what the environment is that we're trying to create so that everybody does feel valued and has a, a comfortable place to be yeah. when it comes to the work site. Yeah. That, so uh, is the word values, uh, you're a horrible V word? Is that is that a V word you don't like? Is no, no, no. Buzzword? No. No, no? Okay. I, think, okay, I, I think that's a, a fair game. Like, fair but, game. You know, but I think values, although at the same time, has to be more than, you know, written on a piece of paper, yep. you know, dictated through some sort of you know, strap planning session with the executive team. Yeah. It has to be, you know, kind of back to that buzzword culture, you know, it, it's the environment that you create. It's, it's a lot more natural. I, I think most companies, you know, they can't dictate what the values are, you know, and same thing on a project site. Like it becomes something inherent of just how it feels. So I think, you know, you talked about just individuals and their their impact on a project and on its delivery. And I, I think absolutely. And it's, it's finding those people that are, um, you know, have the right mindset. And we want people to be on the job site that want to be there, right? Yeah. I mean, there's workers that come in and they're not used to a clean, organized site. No. And they're like, I don't, I'm not comfortable in this environment. And a lot of times, <laughs> right? Boots you know, are too dirty. This I know. Like, I mean, what's going on here? Like, I actually, you know, can use a washroom. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know. Are they plumbed washrooms? Yeah. No, it's <laughs> actually. Because you guys have like, like movie trailer washrooms. Well, this is a, a full a million square foot interior TI, so we uh, actually have, done. You already have base building washrooms, yeah. but they're protected, you know, uh, like crazy. Um, you know, one of the other things is graffiti. Uh, oh, yeah. We have an anti-graffiti policy, and that's even drawing a smiley face somewhere. Right. You know, it's just do not deface any of the property there because that also impacts how everybody else treats the facility, right? Treat it like it's your home. You know, when you when you talk about uh, about values and, and the fact that you know you sort of have they can't just be like written on paper. We um, at our company, like we got this one value, and I, uh, we had to go through and provide like examples of how to utilize that. How to live it out? Because we had one that was deploy consideration, and that's like be considerate, like don't be a you know a hole, right? Like just be be nice, like. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that it's a uh, unless you have the two-way street conversation, 
like it can be a very one-way street that that one so but you know we we provided uh real life or real work examples of how to how to utilize that so those are i agree with you i mean because you know you see integrity you that's the, that's the biggest one integrity is like there's an eye word it's an eye that's word. an eye word. <laughs> the, yeah it's That's a, cool. It's a funny thing that you're talking about these clean job sites and creating spaces where people are kind of caught off guard. It's like, what have we done in construction for so long that has made people feel that way? Mm-hmm. Where, and we talk about it often, you know, okay, so maybe it's a software thing or whatever, but that people live something in their life every day. They use a certain thing that they're used to using and it's really nice and it works really well, or they're used to. I don't know, visiting a place that's just clean or whatever, but then all of a sudden when they go to their job, if they're in trades or if they're in construction, it's all of a sudden this dramatic difference every day. And it's just like a shock. Why does it need to be that way? Yeah. I don't know that it takes a ton of dollars invested to make sure that every, it does take a little bit more care and attention. The scale of a project would, would have its perks. Yeah, of yeah. course. You know, if you have a little bit more money in the budget, you're able to do that. But I think at the end of the day, it's also how you set it up yeah. and you can work with your trade partners to be able to achieve that as well. Yeah. 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 True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think the challenge there, I mean, I think the project you were describing is private sector. You know, I think the public sector, um, you know, so often, Maybe their budgets are tighter. And like we talked at our panel about, um, you know, contingencies, mm. and it's just so much tighter. There's so many more eyes on a on a public sector project. And I think to turn around and say to an owner, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna te- treat our trades well and and give them proper facilities," you know, but it's gonna add X amount to your project. Like I think that's a hard pill for that owner to, oh, for to sure. swallow. But you yeah. think about COVID, like you know, the biggest thing that came out of COVID was having a place for people to wash their hands. Like, yeah. Come on, I guess, uh, like, you know, and that, that's innovation in construction. There's an I word I'm not a huge fan of either. So, you know, yeah, that's thinking innovation. Yeah. Actually, innovation. yeah, Katie, I it, was, it was the, the one question I was hoping you were going to answer, uh, ask up there on the panel is uh, about innovation, what we will see in the next mm-hmm. 10 to 20, 50 years in the construction industry when it does come to a lot of these other things that are out there when it talks about. AI, robotics, prefab, and everything like that, because there's some pretty unique things that we're hearing about yeah. that are coming to fruition. And the, the scariest one for me personally is this AI. It's exciting. You're going to get James going here. But it's, yeah. but it's, it's, it's scary. Skynet. Right? Yeah. I mean, just the things that you can do with it. It's, um, I'm learning a lot more about it more recently, and um, I think it will do amazing things, but I also think we have to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me too, I think about, you know, the the unimaginable disruptor. You know, I mean, if you were 20 years ago and you're a taxi company, you're never imagining that, you know, strangers are getting into each other's car to, you know, go to a restaurant. Or or, you're letting strangers in your house for the night. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Like that is, that is nothing that anybody imagined. And like, that's the stuff that I'm, I'm thinking about. What are we not seeing? That's just going to come at us as an industry and just completely Mm -hmm. blow it up. Cause all the things that they've been talking about, Remember drones were mm-hmm. going to change the industry like seven yeah. years ago? Yeah. Uh, and they don't nope. work in the rain. Yeah, yeah like it's the, wild. <laughs> the, uh, just one, uh, I think you have like a specific question towards the, towards the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just on the AI front, I think that what we all need to temper ourselves with in terms of, you know, what that's the impact that that's going to have is, is that uh, other countries are building the AI. So we can just say that we have our own guardrails here in North America but they won't matter yeah, they, mm. because it's a race to the bottom of humanity in the world. 
you really are going to go off on it. No, but it's deep right there. No, but it's true though, right? (laughs) We can say, hey, look, we're going to do this and we're going to have our guardrails and we're going to make sure that we're all, let's say that there's 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 a national policy, Canada and United States, on what you can do with AI. Great. China and India and Russia, they won't, care. they won't follow that. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. And the internet's totally open wide. Yeah. So unless they're, you know, you're, it, unless, yeah, it's... Are you ladies... It's, it's, yeah, it's very worrying. Are you both in Vancouver? Yep. Okay. Do you like Chardonnay or do you like uh, Sauvignon Blanc? Do you guys like nice wine? Do you drink wine? Yeah, I was going to say, I think the glass of wine that you and I had together was one of the most expensive You remember I've this? Ever. Oh, oh my gosh. I almost died. It was, yeah, it stood out. And then I think combined with parking, I was like, well, like, I'm glad I like her. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Well, was it from Washington State? Was it a, a no, Syrah from Washington I mean, State? I yeah, I don't remember, remember that. That's, oh, uh, that's, yeah, it was wild. Yeah. But I, I was still like kind of vaguely new to Vancouver yeah. and I was just getting kind of used to, you know, it wasn't the island. Yeah. 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 So. And the reason you ask is? Because the pairings that we've been having, uh, there's a lot of synergy with the the in in the conversations that you want to dig into a lot deeper than just a 15 or 20 minute conversation so that's an invitation to do a longer conversation where we can get into things like ai and more words that we hate and um or don't like or that's There'll be better by with us. but it's a free-flowing conversation there'll be we can we can have some wine whatever but it's in our yeah. studio it'd be great to have you guys join us and do that yeah cool yeah, hey, yeah question for you. question for you we're at the construction leaders forum here in Whistler for the VRCA, with the VRCA. Um, I want to know, and so is James, we've been talking a lot about advocacy, but all maybe for the industry. We'll frame it around building great work environments. What is one nugget you'd want to leave our audience with and anyone that would listen to this about one thing that you could do to improve in construction or in your workplace, uh, fostering a better work environment? Just a nugget from each of you. I could have a lot of different nuggets to that topic, but let me think of one that might be better. Um, boil it down. One, one unique thing that we implemented on our current project site is doing a monthly book club. And oh. it's a book club about leadership. So typically we pick a different topic and it's not mandatory, but you would believe most people are pretty into it because they don't want to be left out. Yeah. And that's fostering conversations outside of the typical day-to-day where we can talk about leadership and um, ways that we can be better as a team and things like that. So just a little nugget there that's a little Book different. Club on the job yeah. site. Yep. Wow. That's innovative. You know, because everyone has so much time to read, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's why audiobooks, audiobooks are great. That's, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, send out the link. Exactly. Yeah, nice. Uh, I think for me, I mean, I, I work for myself, I work, uh, you know, alone uh, at home, uh, you know, did. I was an early adopter. This is like a pre-COVID thing for me. Yep. Um, I think the main one is understanding, and this, this is really applicable more to the, like the office type management workers versus site, um, but is uh, understanding that people have different work days hmm. and that, you know, not expecting people to reply back, hmm. whether they're your employees or your, you know, um, kind of out, outside uh, team members. Uh, your boss is is giving people that space to create a workday that works for them. Um, and yeah, I mean, I have in my email signature it says, you know, my workday is going to look different from you. I don't expect a response, and I I think it's giving people the space to unplug. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, again, work whenever they want. Yeah, so. that's good for A and B players. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the others, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. But um, did you know that uh, F one, you know, the the, the car racing F1 
when they go on their break, uh, they are not allowed mm-hmm. to send any emails at all. Like summer break. No, nope, yeah. at all. Okay. Yeah, that's a European yeah. model. I think they yeah. have. I think they have yeah, they, like they that. shut her down hard when they're not yeah. at work. Yeah, I think that's the law. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. It's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, right on. Ladies, fantastic having you join us. We look forward to doing the full episode, but enjoy the rest of the day and feel so short. Structure and leaders. I know, I know. Okay, we got we gotta we gotta redo this. It's gonna be good. It's great. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thanks, guys. Well, that does it for another episode of the site visit. Thank you for listening. Be sure to stay connected with us by following our social accounts on Instagram and YouTube. You can also sign up for our monthly newsletter at sitemaxsystems.com slash the site visit where you'll get industry insights, pro tips, and everything you need to know about the Site Visit Podcast and SiteMax, the job site and construction management tool of choice for thousands of contractors in North America and beyond. SiteMax is also the engine that powers this podcast. All right, let's get back to building.